attention? Um, just talking to all the different people that come to Hamfest, to the Hamfest, and to Field Day. It's fun. And where where do you what, now? What class of license do you have? I'm a technician. You're a technician, okay. And so, where what do you spend most of your time doing? As far as on air, what do you are you on VHF or do you run any ten meter? Uh, phone or what? What? What, uh, what sparks your interest? I don't do that much. Mostly, my dad does most of the stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> my dad does most of the stuff. He's the one that got me into it. She talk on uh, this, Doctor Barrett. Katie, do you talk on the local repeaters, Andy, or uh, just mostly listen? I mostly listen. Okay. Well, you, you got to get that. You got to get that general class license now, and and get on HF and start talking around the world. Of course, you know you ten meters opens. You can already do that with the technician license. So really? you need you need a friend there, Alex. And uh, uh, sounds like you got a, a a good friend there, Alex. You guys can kind of work together. He's already got his general ticket, and uh, pretty soon. Well, congratulations for for being. Uh, being an amateur at your age and for uh, for also participating in field day. And working the 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. shift, that's Stone Mountain, Dan. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All righty. Well, you, ha- you have a good field day, and I guess pass the phone back over to Alex. And uh, okay. we've got other people. We've got to get on the air. We're going to run behind. So. Okay, Alex. Well, I thank you very, very much. And... Uh, uh, your your amateur radio group's name is in the hat for the drawing on the Trans World Antenna Trans World Antenna's TW twenty ten L backpacker with the uh, quadra stand and carry bag, which is a really really cool antenna. And, okay. Uh, if the club wins it, maybe they'll let you borrow it. You can take it. <laughs> you can take yep. it hiking, you know, and set it up. Yep. It sets up in about two minutes. It's really cool. Well, thank you much. You have a you have a good one and, and enjoy field day. And I uh, hope to talk to you again sometime soon. Yeah, you enjoy filled it, too. Okay, thank you. Well, there you go. St- Stone Mountain, Georgia. 20 miles uh, from Atlanta. So that's... Uh, once again, I want to say hello to Richard Richard Berger. We'll say hello again to him. That's I uh, Get your ham license, Richard. Study. There's that, that, that outfit called Ham Test Online. And, uh, and I'll tell you, they're wonderful folks. It's uh, it's a study thing. It's very reasonable. I mean, anybody can afford it, and uh, I would definitely just log into Hamtest online, find out all about it, and uh, study and get and get that that license and get on the air. That is crazy. What's that? It's really really easy. Say well now 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 Megan, get up on that microphone. There's, now Megan did it in five days. Go ahead and tell. Say yeah. it again. It, it's really really easy to study, and it's not hard at all. It's just. Give you a bunch of definitions, and they separate them out. Give you like examples, so you'll understand it better. Mm-hmm. And it's not hard at all. Mostly on the extra days, I was just taking tests from what I've learned. So I learned it really, really quickly. It's easy. There you go. Ted, she told me that um, she's studying for the general, and after she passes the general. Then she'll study with me so I can get my extra. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, there you go. We got, uh, and you know, I want to say something. We have, we have Filbert here visiting with us. He won't get on the microphone for some reason, but I just want to say hello to him. What's your call sign again? I'm sorry. It's M- K4MCD. K4MCD. 
And he's always uh, sending me some interesting email. And he's the one that brought the generator juice here. We have a, a Mason. I'm going to take a picture of this and stick it up on the website. And uh, then people are going to be wondering forever about all this. He's been real diligent. Our studio audience has kind of dwindled down to uh, to just a few, so we we need all the help we can get there. There you go. Shoot us an email if there's something you want to say. Uh, once again, it's just simply Ted Randall at tedrandall.com. Uh, Is that right, Matthew? Mike? <laughs> can't remember my email address. can't remember my name. Anyways, we have someone on the phone, and I'm not sure who it is. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Yeah, there. I, I hear you now. And who am I speaking yeah, we to? Hear you fine. This is Dave. Okay, Dave. And uh, where are you located at? Right now we're in uh, Noka, Minnesota at a nice little park known as Bunker Regional Park. I see. And, and, and uh, what, is the, uh, what is the group you're with? Uh, we're with the uh, the Noka Races uh, Amateur Radio Group. Uh, in in Anoka, is that how you say it? Yeah, it's Anoka. The uh, basically Anoka, Minnesota. Okay, Anoka Races Amateur Radio Group. Okay, is it group yep. or club or just how 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 is that? I'm, I'm putting this down because I want you want you guys in the uh, in the contest to win the antenna. So. Oh, okay. Uh, we're actually the um, uh, group in the Anoka County, under Anoka County Emergency Management. Uh, we're a bunch of uh, amateur radio operators who uh, serve the Anoka County area. Okay, and I've got W0ANA. Is that the club call sign? That is correct. All right, and your, is your call sign KC0CEP? KC0KEP. KEP, okay. KEP, Kilo Charlie Zero, Kilo Echo Papa. See, this, this note passes through six hands before it gets to me. <laughs> Three of them are mine. Anyway, so, uh, tell us a little bit about your setup there and tell us all about your club. Well, we're set up here at, uh, uh, the, like I said, the Baylor, or excuse me, Bunker Regional Park. And uh, I'm out here enjoying the wide open nature. Matter of fact, as I'm standing here talking to you, uh, a little field vol just popped out and is running frantically across the uh, road ahead of me. Anyways, um, this is our first year at this park uh, setting up. And we tried a the little different type of field day setup from our traditional type of setups. Uh, we're actually set up right at the start time of field day, which is one of the options, in a pure emergency mode type of operation. So, uh, this is the first time we've ever tried that. Usually we set up the day before, and then we come in at, uh, you know, 1 o'clock, we turn the radios on and start transmitting. Today, we tried it as we're going to pretend like this is a real disaster, and we're going to try to turn on HF radios, and we're going to try to do it all in real time. It's been a real fun experiment. Uh, we've learned a lot of cool things, and uh, we're all having a great time uh, as we uh, learn what we're doing here. <laughs> we've made a lot of mistakes, and we've had a lot of fun. Well, now, are you, are you in a situation there where you've got the public uh, coming in and, and – uh seeing what you're doing? Yeah, matter of fact, uh, a little earlier today, we had a troop of uh, 10 to 12 uh, Boy Scouts come in to visit with us, and uh, they spent some quality time in the uh, uh, old radio tent here uh, trying to get on the air and uh, get us some, a few cues that way. And it's always fun when we're teaching the youth to uh, get out there and work with them. And uh, they're really interested, especially uh, when we start getting uh, contacts. Uh, you know, they dig those contacts out of the hard-to-hear uh, radio traffic. Because uh, when you're actually operating in field day, everybody's talking at the same time. So it's kind of a challenge to get in there. When they actually get one, their eyes light up. And when the other guy comes back to them and they say, uh, yep, I hear you, and uh, my section is whatever. And uh, it's always fun to see that uh, realization of the accomplishment that they get. Very, very good. So now, 
Um, tell me about your your activities year wide. What what all what all do you folks do uh, all year long? I know field day is just one part of it. What about uh, what about the rest of the time? Well, basically, uh, we uh, support our community uh, with amateur radio for things like parades and fireworks. Um, if we had uh, floods like we had in Minnesota here in the northern part of the states, uh, we got deployed up to there to provide uh, support. We had amateur radio operators standing on the dikes uh, looking for uh, breaches of water uh, over um, the top of the dike. We also would, uh, in a tornado, we'll actually go out and help the emergency management people uh, do a damage assessment. Uh, sometimes we work with uh, organizations like the Red Cross and Salvation Army to provide uh, supplemental communications to them. Basically, our, our stick is uh, basically uh, trying to uh, get out there and uh, support our community and uh, the amateur radio hobby that we uh, most people in the organization fall in love with uh, and uh, like to uh, help do stuff uh, to make uh, things better after times of needs and disasters. Well, that sounds that sounds really good. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think here. I was going to ask you a question that just slipped past my mind. Uh, I was going to ask him. I, I was going to ask him, uh, Ted, if they'd uh, had any luck with propagation. If they made a lot of contacts. Uh, what bands they were working, and uh, generally the the radio stuff. What what happened on the radios today? Ah, the technology side. Uh, we've been primarily working the work bands uh, 20 meters and uh, 40 meters. Uh, most of our cues are coming off of uh, 20 meters right now, our contacts. Um, 40 meters, we're trying to drive some uh, contacts off of 40 meters right now with some limited success. Um, I'm going to take a walk back to the uh, tent here and look at our software and see where we've uh, contacted. We're getting a lot of stuff uh, from the Minnesota section north and south of us for some reason. So. Uh, we got in Florida, looks like. We've got uh, all the way around through up to Texas, although we don't have Texas. And uh, we've already got up to Alaska and most of the provinces in Canada the north of us. So for whatever reason, we seem to be favoring north and extreme south at our site. I suppose the radio conditions in the skip is just such that, that that's uh, where the waves are coming down and the people are able to hear us there. Very good. Now, are you guys going to be on all night? I mean, is somebody going to be manning radios at, at 4 o'clock in the morning? We're going to try to push through all night long and make it a 24-hour operation. Our operation, uh, the, uh, <laughs> when I, the phone rang and I went in to answer it, everybody had that glossed over look. So I think we got to get another round of uh, hot, steamy uh, Java in there and uh, a couple more cans of the uh, uh, caffeine beverage of choice to see if we can get the, the life in the troops here. But uh, we're going to make it a good shot at it. We're going to try to make it all night long and uh, see if we can get to as many cues as we do. I'm the late-night guy, so I tend to be the guy who will get all the cues at night. But uh, we'll see if we can keep a few more people on the radio shack with me. Maybe you can get, uh, get on 75, 80-meter phone later on, or if 40-meter uh, goes long, uh, I, I think when the show's over, I'm going to try to talk Ted and Matt into uh, 80 meters is going to be a challenge for us because the G5 RV antenna that we're going to use to do this uh, didn't quite fit into the site uh, plan that we have. Uh, we're sitting here scratching our head trying to figure out how to stretch the thing out to get into 160 and into 80 meters. So right now we're restricted, unfortunately, much to our frustration to 40 meters and above. The sun went down on our case, so we didn't have time to string it through the trees. So we're going to wait until tomorrow morning to see if we can get the thing strung back up and get ourselves 80 and uh, above. That, that'd be great. You know, uh, uh, Ted, uh, you, you think when the show's over that 
you're off there, but we've got to work a few stations tonight, so I just wanted to kind of let you know. Now, oh, now yeah. let, let me let me ask him: Did did you guys have any any pork today? Any barbecue or any anything from the the pig family? Uh, that's uh, uniquely enough. We did. Uh, we uh, basically uh, uh, ate over at uh, the uh, restaurant Famous Days uh, catered for us, and we ate all that. So we had our plenty of our share of pork today. We wanted to hear the pig squeal, so I'm glad you guys said that. <laughs> that's our mascot. The pork and the pigs, our mascot for field day. <laughs> oh, boy. That, the pig sounds like he's really upset, you know. Uh-oh, red alert now. Pigs out. Oh, no, here comes the uh, red alert. <laughs> Anyhow, um, very, very good. I, I've I've enjoyed listening to you uh, talk, and I hear, I'm hearing about everything that you folks are doing. I think it's wonderful. It's marvelous. Uh, I, um, I, I, once again, want to have you entered into our, into our contest thing here. And um, I just forwarded you two emails there. I thought you may want to read those, Dr. Barrett. And, uh, of course, that, that Transworld antenna, uh, that uh, TW2010L backpacker, uh, is what will be given away. And hopefully you folks will be the one that will win it. It will be a great thing for field day. Always oh, love to see it. And uh, if we win it, uh, we will uh, definitely be using it the next year's field day. That sounds like a fantastic uh, uh, antenna. Well, sir, thank you much. Can you think of anything else that uh, that you'd like to say to the to the the listening audience about amateur radio or field day or anything that you'd like to add to it? You're welcome to to go ahead. We'll make it short and sweet uh, to all the new people to the hobby. Enjoy your field day experience. That uh, for me, it's been uh, fantastic in the eight plus years I've been doing field day. Love the camaraderie. Love the uh, amateur radio hobby uh, in a great way. And um, for all the People who uh, have been doing it for a long time, I am looking for you on the air. Start spinning the dial. Give me those cues. That's all I got to say. Well, thank you so much. You, you folks are doing a marvelous job. Keep up the good work. Now, now Ted, I've got Paul Sheehan uh, has sent us an email, and he's scanning the 10-meter beacons. The band's wide open. He's needing contacts. But he closes his email by saying, would love to hear surfing bird, if you please. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to hear surfing bird, and that's Paul. Paul Shin. Paul Shin. Right, let me give his call sign, and, and folks need to give him a holler because he is he's working uh, ten meter down in uh, down in the low part of the band. Kilo six, Foxtrot Romeo Charlie. Kilo six, Foxtrot Romeo Charlie. Paul, and he's uh, he's there in that 10-meter band. All right, here we go. How well everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner. Well, the bird, bird. The bird's a winner. Well, the don't you.
Okay, here we go. of Tennessee, where the generators today are powered by the fuel of Sour Mash Still. Get that cigar away from Ted, please. Sour Mash Still, the fuel of the 2009 Field Day QSO broadcast. And now, here is your host, Ted Randall. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got... uh... We've got a jar of something that was brought in here that says uh, says generator fuel, and it. Um, I, I haven't had a chance to take a whiff of this yet, but uh, everybody else that takes a whiff of it comes away with a very strange expression on their face. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but uh, in terms of where uh, its point of manufacture was, I guess. Anyhow, we have uh, we have Tim on the phone. Hello, Tim. Oh, hello. Uh, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing real good. We're 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 just enjoying field day and uh, enjoy talking to all these folks from all over the country. And uh, we understand you're in Knoxville, Tennessee, or thereabouts. Uh, just about. We're about 15 miles north of Knoxville and uh, in Union County uh, in Manorville. And uh, we're actually out operating out in a hay field uh, on Hines Ridge. Uh, it's me and my family. My wife, uh, daughter, they're both hams, my father-in-law, mother-in-law, and they're hams as well. So we, we we're actually in a field for field day. There you go. Well, tell me a little bit about your what you got set up, what you're doing, and how is it working out? Uh, well, we're uh, running off of generator power. Uh, we're running a Yezu FT450. Um, we've got a, a nice dipole just strung up between two trees, a ZS6 BKV. I guess it's about 20 feet up in the air, and uh, so far it's been doing pretty good for us. I've made about uh, 60 contacts, uh, farthest one to Alaska so far. Goodness. So uh, the, the bands you've been operating, have they all been cooperating? What, kind, what have you noticed about the uh, the activity today? Uh, 20 has been like a, a hornet's nest. <laughs> a lot of stations in there. Uh, so anywhere you try and pick the call CQ, you, you get a little bleed over from the other frequencies. But uh, that that one's been the most active so far. Uh, 40 was starting to pick up, but it's uh, a little bit noisy, and uh, 80 is real noisy as well. So I mean, those are the three bands we mainly uh, work on right now, being at solar minimum. Well, there there you go. So now, is are you a uh, 
Are, you say your family. How many of your family are hams? Uh, five of us. Uh, me, my wife, Robin. Uh, her call sign's AJ4IJ. Uh, my father-in-law, John, his, his call sign is KU4ME. Uh, my mother-in-law, Karen, hers is KF4SSI. And then me and Robin's daughter, Ashby, she's KJ4EGJ. So all oh, wow. five of us are hams. So how, now tell me the story. How did you all wind up with ham licenses? This is, this is really interesting. <laughs> well, uh, my father-in-law was uh, became a ham. He asked uh, my wife if she wanted to do take the test with him. Uh, as about 14 years ago, uh, so they became hams, and then eventually, uh, um, my mother-in-law she became a ham as well. Uh, me and Robin been married oh good five or six years, and one Christmas, uh, Dad finally bought me a technician study book from AWRL and a general as well. So I figured it's time I better study and, and join the fun. Well, there you go. Well, that's that's really cool. So the, I guess this then really provides quite a uh, an outlet for your whole family to do things together that you all enjoy, things that you uh, that you have in common. And uh, it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing on field day. You, you don't need a club; you are a club. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. We. We've contemplated getting our own club going, just keeping it local in the family. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, you know, you might have some nice folks that that want to that want to join you or join in. I don't know how many clubs you have over there in the area. Some places there, there just isn't any amateur clubs, and uh, people yeah. enjoy the fellowship and the fun and whatnot, and uh, that's all the the thing that makes the hobby special. Well, uh, let me ask you this: Hi, this is a good question for you, and that is, how did you get into ham radio? What was the what was the catalyst that got your interest? I, I guess uh, you know seeing seeing them operate and uh, see, going over to Dad's house and seeing all his radios, and then uh, he's let us borrow his Jeep, and he's got a two meter rig in there, and I would turn it on going back and forth from work and listening, and uh, you know when he finally got us the books, I, I was like, all right, it, it's time for me to get my license and get on the air and since then i've I've went to extra and i really enjoy contesting and that's been one of the big things for me well very very good i'll tell you what i appreciate you calling in i love this story i just absolutely love the story and uh you know i I, you know i'd like to have you back on qso sometime as a guest and 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 kind of get the story in detail about your 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 beginnings in ham radio and how all the family got involved in it. This is a, this is really good. This is something that folks ought to try on their own. This is one of those things they say: don't try this at home. Don't definitely try this one at home. <laughs> now, now me, definitely, it's a. I tell you, it really does give us a, a very good outlet to get together and uh, spend some good quality family time together. You know, whether it's at our house or, or mom and dad's house or out here in the field or going to ham fest, we always go together to the different ham fests. Uh, and we've got 10 tech coming up in September, one of the bigger ones in Tennessee. And we, we usually go to it and have a whole lot of fun and, you know, meet and greet all the, all the local hams that we talk to on two meters a lot. And it's always uh, fun to be able to put faces with names. Now, Tim, are you, this is Dr. Barrett. Are you going to, you guys going to work all night or are you going to, you going to pack it in here after a while or what are you going to be doing between about 1 a.m. and 6 a.m. with respect to ham radio? Oh, goodness. Uh, that's a very good question. I don't think we've quite contemplated that far. Um, 
I know the generator is going to need to be gassed up again if we decide to stay out any longer, but we'll probably stay out until about 1 or 2 at least, and then uh, probably pack it up and uh, head to the house. Now, we got our genera- uh, generator juice from Rocky Top. You know where Rocky Top is. That's where uh, you get your corn from a jar. So, uh, oh, yeah. If, if you, very, no, very well. <laughs> if, you, if you run low, you might hit Rocky Top up there and get some of this uh, Clear, clear generator juice. We've been, we've been, we have been uh, keeping everybody wondering as we talk about the fact that our generators are running off of uh, the uh, the product of distilled sour mash, and of course now they're wondering, you know, what in the world is that? A lot of people don't know what sour mash is, but we know what it is over here. And we, I'll tell you, we are keeping a watch on that on that generator fuel, and we are inspecting it on a regular basis to make sure the quality is all the way to the top. We want maximum horsepower. I don't blame you there. <laughs> Sounds like it's some pretty good uh, generator juice there. There you go. Well, sir, thank you very much. I really appreciate you uh, just joining us here on QSO. And um, well, like I said, I'd like to have you back again as a guest and uh, and, and have you uh, have you on the air and, and tell your whole story all the way through. So we'll let you go for now, and, and uh, you have a good field day. All right. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, thanks for letting us on. And, uh, yeah, anytime you want to have me on the show, I'd be more than happy to. Uh, if you want to do any further research on our story, uh, me and my wife, we have a couple blogs online. Uh, hers is uh, aj4ij.blogspot.com, and mine's aj4jd.blogspot.com. That's uh, kind of our adventures in ham radio. Well, very good. Well, we'll definitely make some notes on that and, and look that up and uh Look forward to having you back again. You have a good field day. All right, you too. Uh, thanks a whole lot. 73 to you. 73. I was going to say, we got an email in here. I sent you this, but I'll go ahead and read it. This is from, says, hi, Ted. I've been listening. Well, I need to use the little pointer. Uh, listening to your signals at uh, on, on 9330 for the last hour or so. This is He's, he's just joining us here. Uh, we've been enjoying the show. Thank you. You're doing a great job promoting ham radio. One question isn't the shortwave station broadcasting the signal supposed to be identifying with their call sign according to FCC rules? I haven't heard any. By the way, I'm an extra class WW8X Joe in Miamisburg, Ohio. Um, the shortwave radio stations, uh, a, lo- a lot of the short the shortwave is kind of strange. It doesn't fall into the same rules as regular broadcast radio. And so there is a, a huge difference in 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 the rules, I guess I want to say, between uh, between shortwave and regular broadcast, and what applies to uh, uh, what what applies to um, uh, regular broadcast does not apply to shortwave, and it's pretty weird. I mean, it's like you know, I I worked as a broadcast engineer for a number of years, and all the things that I see compliance wise. For some reason, it's just not it's just not there. Uh, as a rule, most stations do. I think probably the only reason why they haven't is probably they didn't want to interrupt our programming here. Uh, so, but anyways, they're free to identify if they wish. Uh, obviously, they are, uh, but I don't think it's a requirement. To be honest tell with you. Why don't you go ahead and tell a call sign? And uh, we're used to everybody IDing on the terrestrial radio at the top of the hour, and, and that's not happening. So, give give the call sign. Well, you are listening to. WBCQ at 93.30 on your shortwave radio dial and also on 5110 
on the shortwave radio dial. All you need is a jingle, and you'd be ready to go. Tell yeah, I've listened to some uh, short. I've listened well, some stateside shortwave stations, and that's always been a frustration for me listening to them for hours and never hearing ID. It's like, who is that? What is that signal? Where is it coming from? And later on, I found out it definitely was a it was a stateside station, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and uh, I've asked around, and folks have told me, well, you know, it's just not a requirement on, on shortwave. That's, uh, shortwave is also weird in that is that, you know, you don't actually have a license to broadcast on shortwave. It's some sort of a, like a, I don't know how you call it, a, you have permission. A treaty. Uh, it's, 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 it's permission. So you don't actually possess a license like an AM or FM broadcast station does. And they changed the rules. It used to be you weren't allowed to broadcast domestically to the United States. Now that that went out the window long ago, and uh, now stateside broadcasting is is permissible. So, and there's a lot of folks still think it isn't. We have somebody on the phone with us. Hello, and who am I speaking to? Hello, this is John. Hello, John, and where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Danville, Indiana. Okay, and tell us a little bit. I called nine CQ. And tell us a little bit about your. Uh, your field day setup there. Well, we're running three alpha. We've got uh, tents set up. We're uh, located in the 4-H fairgrounds at, in Hendricks County, which is the county just west of Indianapolis. And uh, right now, there's about seven of us out here playing uh, on the radio. And uh, we had about 35 all together earlier. Well, that sounds uh, interesting. How many members are in your club? We we probably have uh, probably not unlike a lot of clubs, uh, fifteen people who kind of uh, always there and doing things. But there's probably close to about forty people on the roster. So about fifteen maybe come out at a time for meetings and other functions. Yes. That's understandable yeah. today, work schedules and things the way they are. Well, tell me about some things that you folks are into that you engage in. You know, during the rest of the time of the year that's not necessarily field day related. Well, field day is one of our most major activities. We spend a tremendous amount of time planning and executing that. But uh, we also do uh, classes in the uh, in the uh, winter time for uh, people who want to get their technician license. Uh, we get our, get involved with that, and of course, we uh, do our fair share of Aries, Aries races and Skywarn here in the Midwest. And uh, we do about two or three parades a year as far as helping provide communications for local uh, local other community service people. Like uh, uh, there's a thing called the Quaker Day Parade in Plainfield just south of us, and then in a town north of us uh, called Brownsburg, they do a Fourth of July parade, which will be coming up soon, which we'll be involved with. Well, that sounds, that sounds very good. Do you, do you do anything as far as classes and, and working with uh... – with uh, with young people or, or, or mentoring uh, and, and uh, elmering new hams. Yeah, um, that's that's the focus of a lot of guys in the club. Uh, we only run the class once a year, but uh, you know when we find someone who's interested, then we can go one on one and uh, and volunteer our services as a mentor to that individual. And and uh, in fact, I'm working with a, a person that I work with that. Uh, who is interested in that the Dayton Hamvention and I bought her uh, the uh, the latest version of the AWRL uh, license book for uh, technicians. And uh, so I know that uh, she's looking forward to getting started on that. 
Oh, very good. Now, what, what is your, your club call sign? Is is it N9HC? Yes, N9HC. That's for uh, Hendricks County. I was lucky to get that vanity call for the club. And uh, the county that's just west of Indianapolis is Hendricks County. It's the only Hendricks County in the United States. So for county hunters, that's, uh, that's something they may want to note. I don't know. Okay, and your call is N9, is it CQ? That is correct. Uh, very, very good. Now, the na- what is the name of the club again? I want to make sure I got this written down. You may have given it to me, but I've been on the air a number of hours. So <laughs> well, I know. I've been listening. You've been a fabulous job. Um, the name of the club is Hendricks County Amateur Radio Society. Okay. Hendricks County Amateur Radio Society. Yes. Okay, we just want to get all this right here because when we have our drawing, we'll make sure you guys are in the, you're in, you're in the hat and you might win the, the 2010 Backpacker. And that would be a, a oh cool fabulous! One. That'd be that'd be fabulous. Well, and uh, we enjoy listening to you. I, I I managed to call in last year, and that was a first. And uh, I told everyone, "Well, I'm going to try it again this year." And and I appreciate this opportunity, Ted. I really do. Well, we were kind of worried about. Uh, we were just. I guess I want to say we we're kind of worried that the word maybe wouldn't get out uh, because there was a lot of channels last year that uh, were were active promoting the the event. And this year, those channels weren't present, so we were we were a little concerned that maybe everybody wouldn't really know about it, you know, because especially field day operators, people that are out in the field operating field day, and uh, but we we've been real pleased. Had lots of phone calls from all over the place, and a, a lot of clubs calling in and and telling their story. And uh, that's great. Um, I know that I, I like listening to your program on a regular basis. I normally have to. Uh, do the podcast because of work schedules don't always let me listen to you live and uh, you know the interesting thing about uh, listening to the podcast there's a lot of a lot of amateur radio information out on the internet and i actually had been tossing around the idea of doing a uh, presentation for our club about the uh, the internet and amateur radio and not so much focusing on the activities amateurs do as as much as all the different programming, such as your show and other other places that are available on the internet to download and listen to. Um, one of my favorite ones I like is uh, I don't know if you've heard of it or it's called Solder Smoke, and uh, a gentleman who's uh, who's an American but he lives in Rome. I think he works for the State Department. puts that out every two weeks, and it's about people who like to build radios from scratch. You know, there. So that's uh, that's pretty unique. That's I, a I like good one. I'm that. Not- not heard I of that one yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said I had not heard of that one, but that sounds interesting. Solder smoke. Well, I have to look that one up. You know, you know, an excellent it's choice. A blog, uh, and uh, and then every two weeks he puts out a uh, podcast. Well, I was going to say another one that's very interesting to listen to and worthwhile, and that is the uh, amateur radio newsline that's put together by Bill yeah. Past- Pasternak, and he does an excellent job. Of course, he's a professional journalist; has been at it for years. And uh, television producer and whatnot, just a, an all-around good guy, and really an advocate for for amateur radio. And I, I, I absolutely love uh, his uh, am, his his new line newsline program. <laughs> oh man! And I, and I and I think it's very important, and that's why uh, I'm so thrilled about hearing you on the air. Is uh, is that you're an advocate for amateur radio, and, and uh, you're a goodwill ambassador, and I. I really think you do a great job doing that. Well, I really, really appreciate that, and we thank you so much for participating in the broadcast and uh, look forward to hearing from you again maybe next year. In the meantime, maybe we'll 
We can have you on, on, on QSO as a guest. If you've got some interesting material, don't hesitate to email us and let us know because that's what we're <laughs> okay. here for. All righty. Well, thank Great. you, sir. You have a good field day. Well, well, yeah. Thanks, Ted. All right, and bye-bye. Well, uh, you know, we're getting down to the end of the wire. We got. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to know who won the, who won the antenna. If, uh, if we can, uh, I think you got somebody else. Maybe we can uh, play a song and conduct the drawing and uh, make the announcement tonight. Well, we now we we really we could do that, and uh, that's something we just might do. And uh, let's we'll take a break here and let this man talk just for a second here. We're coming to you deep from the hills of Tennessee, where the generators today are powered by the fuel of Sour Mash Still. Get that cigar away from Ted, please. Sour Mash Still, the fuel of the 2009 Field Day QSO broadcast. And now, here is your host, Ted Randall. Okay, we are back. And uh, we had we had one more scheduled, but we don't. He, that guy's not on the line right now. It went to it went to his voicemail, so he fell asleep. <laughs> oh my, he's gonna miss the drawing. Yeah, he's uh, he he fell asleep. I'm sorry, what you said did not get on the air. I so. said uh, we better get him back, or he won't get his name in the drawing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, if if you are if you're if you're contemplated call if you've contemplated calling in and you haven't done it yet. Uh, we're getting down to the end of the wire, and uh, the telephone number is 615-469-0702, 469-0702, area code 615. And uh, if, if you thought, well, I, I don't know if I want to call in, don't be nervous about it, because uh, we've done 11 hours of radio, and we are totally unconscious on this end here, so we will have absolutely no idea <laughs> as to what you say, and won't be able to identify you tomorrow morning, so... Uh, be sure and, and, and place that call if you haven't done so already. 615-469-0702. You, know, uh, you know, Ted, we, uh, we've got calls from everywhere. I mean, Hawaii, Alaska, uh, all over the, the, the lower 48, as the, the Alaskan folks say. We haven't gotten any Canadian calls. And I worked a lot of Canadian stations that were participating in field day. And I understand... Uh, it's it's a uniquely uh, a USA uh, a program or contest, but boy, the Canadians all the way from Ontario to uh, British Columbia were booming in, and they were working the working the bands for field day. So, uh, if there happen to be Canadians out there at this late hour listening to our show, we'll certainly talk to them about uh, the Canadian perspective on field day. We probably should have said this sooner, but uh, <laughs> I know I logged four contacts on. 10 meters back-to-back, all of them uh, Canadian stations across the, the provinces. Well, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Of course, I haven't been operating, so so I wouldn't know. But I, I have operated, and I have, I've heard a, a number of Canadian stations in on, on field day. And uh, I think David's checking the radio over there. Why don't, you, why don't you punch up 9330 and see if we're propagating? You can't figure that rig out? <laughs> I love these radios that have menus that are 12... Twelve layers deep. Yeah, that, uh, that that's always encouraging. Uh, you know, even the little HTs. You know, you, you take the HT in your hand, you think you're going to program it up and do something real simple, but it isn't simple. It turns out to be very complicated some of the time. 
Field Day 2009, and uh, so far we're about we're just about at the end of our broadcast here, and uh, we certainly want to thank all you folks that have uh, you know uh, called in and participated, the people that are listening, and uh, all the things that uh, that you've said, the ideas that you've come up with, and all the suggestions you've made. It's uh, it's um, it's just been it's been a good thing all the way around. We've really enjoyed that. So do you want you want to uh, uh, put all these uh, names in a some sort of a uh, in uh, the the official uh, Transworld Antennas drawing box? You know, we got some of these names in here are not uh, are not clubs. Now the question I have is, being that this is the Transworld Antenna drawing, and you are the gentleman responsible for the rules. How do you want to do this? Do we are we going to uh, are we going to allow an individual to win, or is this just simply a club activity? We've advertised it as a club activity, but we had a lot of people calling today that were just you just throw them all. You just throw them all in the box, and we'll draw one. And if it's a club, nobody can whine. And if it happens to be one of the individual groups that's not a club and they get an antenna, oh well, they can whine. <laughs> Okay, what do we have we can put this in? We're running out of time, so we're going to do it. We need to do this right now. We need to... You were working on that? Philbert's walking around. He's he's worried about us. How about that white, uh, on that little table there? It's, uh, empty, empty the trash can and we'll use it. Oh, we're going to put them in a trash can. Oh, boy. There we go. Okay, here it goes. We got it. What have you got? You want to put it in a Heil microphone box? Well, we can't really shake it up real good, can I'll we? put it in the trash can. We'll shake it up. Yeah, let's shake them up real good here. Go get us a, go, go get us a kid to draw. Let's see here. They're in there. Shake them up there. We, you ain't got any music for this? I mean, uh, oh, let's see here. It's kind of ragged at midnight, 1 o'clock on the East Coast. Okay. Let Megan draw. All this stuff, all these all these entries are in the bottom of the trash can here. And Filbert is shaking the fire out of that trash can. And he's I don't know what he's doing now. Are you mixing them up? He's mixing them up. <laughs> the decision of the judge is final. <laughs> okay, now Megan, who just got her 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 ham license, she is uh she's uh, she's with us right now and she is going to reach in and just pull one out. Without regard, and, and just make sure that my name, my uh, my writing is legible <laughs> between Matt and I. I guess we've been and David. We've all been writing on these things. We might have to uh, just hand it to me. Hold no, it. give me the one you picked. Oh. We gotta we gotta pick. Gonna pick the winner, and that is. <laughs> he doesn't count. Okay. Well, that okay. Was, Hey, I'm going to show it to you. We're we're going to have to disqualify. Okay, well, that was that was a note that someone handled me. That's that that has that is really not a person. That is a note. Richard, if you'd had your ham license, you'd have had a twenty ten. Yeah, that was the note they hired and said, handed to me and said, "Here, okay, now what have we got?" That's a, she's just she just pulled one out, and he's well. It's it's a good one. It's uh, I, I like it. <laughs> It's a good one. You like it? He can't. You know, he can't read it. Is what it amounts to. This is uh, Tim, who called in, and he's from Washoe Valley, 
Nevada. And uh, I'm just trying to think here. They're, they're a group, and I, I can't remember if it's S-N-A-R-S. I think it's SNARS or something That's like right. that. that he, he's in, in Washoe Valley, Nevada, and they are the uh, the winners. And I think I'm going to have Matt try to call him now and see if we can. We can you know. Well, you know, uh, sometimes, Ted, because of the uh, – and I'm not picking on the ARRL, but they have strict requirements for clubs that are affiliated with them. There's insurance requirements, and sometimes when you got three or four hams, you, you can't have an official club. You just have uh, – the guys get together, and they're, they're like a club, so we're not going to disqualify folks like that. That's part of what field day is about. So uh, if, the, if the official clubs uh, – don't like that guys we we have to give everybody equal chance and if uh you know you've got a group together and and uh, you know we know for a fact you're operating as a field day location on the locator and everything we'll we'll give you opportunity to win the prizes oh yeah and, and i i think that's uh that's really cool you know because uh some of these folks get together and um even though they not, may not necessarily have all the in corporate paperwork and all that done, you know, there's still a club. There's still an organization, you know, and they're still growing and trying to, to make amateur radio they're happen. A, they're an unincorporated association. <laughs> and, uh, well, have you, any, any progress there? What's going on, Matt? Uh, when I'm dialing, when I'm dialing the callback number, I'm getting a towing company. That's, right. <laughs> That's correct. It is correct? I believe so. Aha! Uh-huh. So it is the uh-huh. right number. It's a cell phone. Yeah. Okay. You got a call sign and everything. You can run him down. Yeah. Okay. Well, we that, were we were trying to call you, Tim, if you're listening, and uh, <laughs> we're going to come after you now. D- Dave, Dave Wilson, who is, is going to officially certify the results. <laughs> he's our accounting. Uh, yeah, he's, he's engineer. Here. <laughs> So, uh, is, has has the results been been certified, sir? Certifiable. Yeah, <laughs> we are certifiable. But has the results been certified? Well, we this, this, this group's got the the uh, TW twenty ten uh, L backpacker antenna, the quadra stand, and the the carry bag. And I'm sure they're going to really enjoy that. Have you got the national anthem to close with, Ted? I don't have the national anthem on this. On this machine, I wish I did. I've got it at home on my regular machine. I used to, I used to close with it all the time. And, well, t- uh, take us on out with a song here. Well, what, what would be uh, not surfing, bird? I've heard it enough. <laughs> well, you know, I thought that was your favorite song. I, no, uh, it'll, it'll take another year to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, I thought you, you liked. Uh, I thought you really liked that. That was like your favorite or something. I wanted uh, to clean out the dust off BCQ. All righty, thank you all for listening to Field Day 2009. Coming to you from Cookville, Tennessee, from Trans World Antennas, the sponsor of this radio program. And we'll see you again back on QSO. I guess it'll be Tuesday. Tuesday, Ted. Now, let me say 7 threes to all of our guys out there. All righty, appreciate it. Appreciate you folks listening and calling in. Skies of blue and clouds of white. The bright, blessed day, the dark, sacred night.
And I think to myself What a wonderful world The colors of the rainbow So pretty in the sky Are also on the faces Of people going by I see friends shaking hands Saying how do you do They're really saying I love you I hear babies cry I watch them grow They're like much more Than I never knew And I think to myself I think to myself